0: Hello and welcome to this week's Cosmic Creating Show. My name is Jan Shaw, The Success Alchemist. You can find me at the thesuccessalchemist.net, on Facebook and YouTube, Jan Shaw, The Success Alchemist, on Twitter, at Coach Jan Shaw, on Telegram, USUK Patriot, and on True Social, Success Alchemist. Today is the 7th of October, 2023, and the title of today's show is... Kazarian Mafia Takedown Intensifies, The Light Has Won, and a whole lot of other news. (laughs) So again, we've had a week of incredible amounts of news going on. It's so hard to keep up with it all and to decide what to include in the show. Uh, So I'm probably going to just share some headlines and brief comments towards the end of the show just so it kind of covers the um, spectrum of what's been going on in the world and so as usual I'm going to start with Ben Fulford's report uh, which again was put out Monday so it hasn't got the rest of the week's news involved in there, but it's still interesting to get his take on, you know, taking down the global swamp, as it were, in the form of the Khazarian Mafia. So the full title is Khazarian Mafia Takedown Intensifies Despite 45 Day US Budget Truce. The undeclared civil war in the West is intensifying despite a 45 Day Budget Truce that keeps the US corporation in business for now. The important point to note is that no money is being sent to Ukraine, meaning the Kazarian mafia has no political bribe money from that source. Now that the fake Biden show won't be sending more funds to the Ukrainian laundry, this may end rather quickly. Without the U.S. aid, Europe will fold very fast. They want out as well, CIA sources say. In any case, MI6, CIA, White Hats and Asian secret societies are now fully on the war path. Here, for example, is the MI6 reaction to reports Meghan Markle, whose sources say replaced Hillary Clinton as queen of the Satanists in the US, was going to be, quote, appointed, end quote, senator for California to replace the deceased Dianne Feinstein. We don't have any interest in her because the interregnum means the British royal family is all fired. A common bitch who, along with all of the Queen's family, contributed to her death amongst many. They are all up for the chop and good riddance to bad rubbish. A bunch of money grabbing creeps. It turns out Markle, who denies being a Satanist, turned down the job. Nonetheless, public confirmation of a change in UK power can be seen in British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak countermanding orders to send British troops to Ukraine. We're also hearing from Asian secret societies that a purge has begun in Japan and other parts of East Asia. Here is a message from the Asians. The Asians' goal for 2024 is to put a definitive end to the indescribable evils and chaos generated by the polluting cacophony of men whose insatiable appetite is only matched by their propensity to destroy everything around them. Let us start with the situation with the U.S. budget. The first thing people need to understand is the current U.S. system is broken and cannot be fixed, only replaced. The U.S. government has, according to the St. Louis Fed and others, about $250 trillion in debt and unfunded liabilities. That is $735,000 for each man, woman, and child in the country. It means if everybody spent their entire income without eating, paying rent, etc., to pay down the debt, it would take 23 years. And there's a chart showing how Americans have been living in debt, i.e. out of touch with physical reality, since 2006. Uh, Another chart shows only 22% of U.S. economic activity is based on physical reality. The rest are YouTubers, financial advisors, lawyers, etc. In other words, only 22.4% of the U.S. economy is manufacturing, the rest is services. My own experience is a metaphor for what the American and other Western people will go through as the bankruptcy of the corporate dictatorship takes place. At Forbes, I was given a high salary and only had to produce 18 stories per year. The combination of high wages and low work quota was soul destroying and I was a decadent hedonist as a result. Last year, as a freelancer, I wrote well over 100 articles and published four books and felt great with plenty of time for play. This is what the entire West is about to go through as the fiat money heroin is cut off. In case you don't think it will be cut off, take a look at what is happening to the Federal Reserve Board fountain of fiat. They are being forced to lay off hundreds of stuff due to unprecedented losses. This means all the political kabuki theater in Washington, D.C. is going to end soon. The other thing to note is the fiat system has been sucking money out of the average American since 1971 when the U.S. dollar was taken off the gold standard. In those days, before the KM took over the Auto Workers Union, the average car assembler earned enough money to own a house and car plus support a family. Now the average income earner who makes $71,214 a year cannot afford the median priced home in 99% of the 575 counties examined. That is why nothing short of a revolution followed by a jubilee will restore prosperity and order to the average American and other Western debt slaves. Make no mistake, a revolution has already begun in the worst possible way, with chaos and disorder as mobs rampage. In some recent signs of this, Target has been forced to close nine stores across four states because of theft and crime. Meanwhile, mass looting is taking place in most US cities, with Philadelphia being the most recent example. In San Francisco, meanwhile, only 3% of restaurants have not been vandalized in the past month. The only hope seems to be martial law. However, the other thing to understand is the U.S. military is now in fact working for the Chinese, whether they realize it or not. This is because the Chinese are paying to support U.S. military operations around the world. In the real world, it is mostly Chinese, Japanese, and Saudi Arabian money that is financing the U.S. government and its operations around the world. We decided it is cheaper to feed a guard dog than it is to fight a hungry wolf, Asian secret society sources explain. In a sign of this world military change, China and Saudi Arabia will hold joint military drills next month, aiming to deepen practical and friendly cooperation between the two militaries and improve the level of practical training for troops. By the way, if anyone thinks the US would win a war against China, the US military just leaked the news China can build new naval vessels at a rate 232 times greater than the United States. The same applies to tanks, missiles, etc. Also, the sudden floods that hit New York City after the fake Joe Biden threatened the world with weather warfare is a clear sign the US military does not have a monopoly on weather weapons. Of course, the presence of nuclear weapons means that in reality, any total war between China, Russia and the US would just destroy the planet, so neither side expects to fight the other, Instead, they're likely to reach some sort of deal. The U.S. military, under the new leadership of General Charles Q. Brown, interesting that he's got Q as his middle initial, (laughs) is now expected to transform itself from an enforcer for Satan-worshipping oligarchs into a planetary protection force. Their new job will be to protect the weak and the vulnerable. And there's a meme, no one will enter the new world order unless he or she will make a pledge to worship Lucifer. No one will enter the new age unless he will take a Luciferian initiation. And that was by David Spangler, United Nations Director of Planetary Initiative, Lucas Trust member, Freemason, outspoken Luciferian. Of course, there is going to be a reckoning first. The U.S. military under the traitor Mark Milley tried its hardest to kill 90% of humanity in order to keep its satanic overlords in power. It has now been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt the U.S. military carried out a bioweapon and electromagnetic attack followed by the use of toxic vaccines in an attempt at genocide on a planetary scale. The graphs below show excess mortality in Germany and Japan following the forced injection campaign. Similar numbers are being seen in other countries like Canada and the United States. Actually, it says untied states with a deliberate typo. He doesn't mention the UK, but excess deaths are through the roof there as well. He includes a link to a collection of over 2,000 peer-reviewed scientific papers proving the toxicity of the gene-altering toxic injections, and that is at academia.edu. Public prosecutors around the world are encouraged to use them when filing charges against local vaccine criminals. This is mass murder on a scale not seen since World War II. In Japan, Professor Takayuki Miyazawa from Kyoto University, one of Japan's leading virologists, is raising the alarm after discovering evidence strains of COVID have been manufactured. Other scientists have pointed out the mass deaths caused by vaccines. Underworld figures and right-wingers are planning to take matters in their own hands if the police do not prosecute the proven vaccine mass murderers there various sources say a lot of oligarchs are also going to be facing justice soon in one of many signs google is criminally responsible youtube removed a very good video with mike tyson where robert f kennedy jr says the real money is not in the vaccines it's in the remedies being sold for the injuries from the vaccines Another proven criminal is Bill Gates, who asked President Trump in 2017 to not investigate his vaccines. Quote, that's a dead end. That would be a bad thing. Don't do that. He showed his guilt. Now that the truth is out, get the nooses out. The vax weakened the immune system and 50% of them died through bacterial pneumonia, building up in the mouth and lungs due to the masks. And there's another meme that says, did you know bacterial pneumonia was the number one cause of death during the Spanish flu? It was caused by masks and Dr. Fauci wrote a paper about it. The remaining deaths were caused by other vaccine side effects. Zero people died directly of the Spanish flu. Sound familiar? By the way, Polish intelligence have informed us about a certain Dr. Dmitry Daskalakis the Simeon Pox coordinator in the White House. He is Biden's highest paid employee, known for his desecration of Christ and obsession with Satan and the occult. Daskalakis, who turns 50 later this year, joined Biden's staff less than a year ago. In that short period of time, he earned $260,718 the highest salary in the White House, not including the president himself. Why haven't we heard of him before? Also, Elon Musk just posted this video on X about vaccines not being effective. Another video shows all the vaccine companies moving their headquarters to Ukraine. And the video shows like a countdown of the percentage effectiveness as this story about the vaccine went on. The evidence is no longer deniable. War crimes tribunals are now inevitable. The individuals illustrated below will all face the death penalty if found guilty by these tribunals. These people know they are doomed now that their plan to kill 90% of humanity and permanently enslave the rest has failed. This probably explains the following description by an Indian diplomat of Justin Castrudeau's behaviour while he was in India in September. My wife saw him at the Delhi airport and said that Trudeau looked depressed and stressed. We don't know the reason. I don't know the reality, but social media and some credible rumours suggest that his plane was full of cocaine. He also missed the president's dinner, as some people say that he was not in his senses due to the drug consumption. So, seeing this, nothing can be said about what goes on in his mind. And there's then a meme, $650 million to Ukraine. Meanwhile, look at the downtown east side of Vancouver. This is called corruption, and it's showing the street full of homeless people. What is almost certainly going on in his mind is his upcoming death by firing squad. Then there's a screenshot of a post by Theresa Hunker. Um, September 22nd, Dido is waiting in the reception hall for Trudeau and Zelensky and it's got an image of him in a wheelchair and of course this is the guy who was given a standing ovation even though he's a Nazi war criminal. Uh, There's a response, he's so delighted to be there, most kind of Anthony Rota to do this. Of course Anthony Rota was the speaker who resigned over it. Trudeau, true to Nazi custom, has been burning all books published in 2008 or earlier because they do not fit his regime's propaganda standards for public materials. There's a screenshot of an article. I don't know what publication it was, but it says, Fascism run amok. Canadian libraries engaging in mass book burnings to purge history and truth from people's minds. It actually says in the image, Diagolon Free Press, which I haven't heard of. And it's a quote from Simon v- Wiesenthal. When history looks back, I want people to know the Nazis weren't able to kill millions of people and get away with it. Uh, quote, the fact that a veteran who served in a Nazi military unit was invited to and given a standing ovation in parliament is shocking. At a time of rising anti-Semitism and Holocaust distortion, it is incredibly disturbing to see Canada's parliament rise to applaud an individual who was a member of a unit in the Waffen-SS, a Nazi military branch responsible for the murder of Jews and others and that was declared a criminal organisation during the Nuremberg trials. The Friends of Simon Wiesenthal Center continued in their statement and there's another headline that says Elon Musk recently equated Justin Trudeau with Hitler. Many prominent Jews, including those at the Simon Wiesenthal Centre, now agree. Trudeau further proved his guilt by inviting Yaroslav Hunka, an SS Galizia Nazi, to speak to great applause to the Canadian Parliament. Hunka's forces were responsible for at least 1.5 million deaths in the Ukraine during World War II. In case you do not know, Adolf Hitler wrote in Mein Kampf about enslaving and then killing 90% of humanity. In other words, the Nazis were Sabbatean Frankist Jews, or what is now referred to as the Khazarian Mafia. The Center for Israel and Jewish Affairs, which represents Jewish federations across the country, said it is deeply troubled by the incident. However, in a sign many of them are still brainwashed, they added, Canada's Jewish community stands firmly with Ukraine in its war against Russian aggression. Here's the thing. The so-called leader of Ukraine, Vladimir Zelensky, has proven time and time again through his actions that he is a Nazi. And it shows a stamp that he issued commemorating Hunker as just one small piece in a mountain of evidence. The Jewish organizations now need to denounce on the record the genocide of Ukrainian men carried out by Zelensky in cooperation with Yevgeny Prigotsin of the Wagner Group and others. Zelensky's men forcibly grabbed hundreds of thousands of Ukrainian men off the streets and sent them to be killed by artillery. Russian FSB sources confirm Zelensky and his generals gave precise artillery coordinates to Brigotsin in order to ensure the Ukrainian men were killed within four hours of arriving at the front. The defenseless Ukrainian women and children left behind were then sold off as sex slaves or for organ harvesting. Over 60,000 children were tortured to death in order to harvest adrenochrome. The Russian Foreign Ministry is actively collecting information on Kiev's crimes against minors. The ministry's ambassador at large in charge of overseeing the Kiev regime's crimes, Rodion Miroshnik, has said. The Security Service of Ukraine, SBU, and the State Bureau of Investigation are scrutinizing General Valery Zaluzny, Commander-in-Chief of the Ukrainian Armed Forces, for high treason. High-ranking officers have already been interrogated, including Joint Forces Commander Lieutenant General Sergei Neve and Andrei Kovalchuk, former commander of the southern zone. Zelensky cannot return to the Ukraine because he faces certain arrest and execution. One day, many will hang their heads in shame when they realize the evil they defended and the heroes they ridiculed. There is also now a reckoning about to take place in the former Yugoslavia, where similar crimes were carried out decades ago by Bill Clinton Rockefeller. Fake U.S. National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby confirms a large Serbian military deployment along the border with Kosovo has been taking place over the past week. It includes advanced artillery tanks and mechanized infantry units, he said. Since most countries in the world do not recognize the criminal state Kosovo, nothing is going to stop the Serbians from destroying the Satanist nest there, Serbian intelligence agency sources say. Human slavers are also being rounded up in the West. For example, a school coach and three Disney employees were among 219 people arrested in a human trafficking sting in Polk County, Florida. Dan Andrews, Premier of Victoria, Australia, who presided over some of the world's longest and most draconian COVID lockdowns, has officially resigned. In reality, he is under arrest and will disappear from the scene, according to Austrian intelligence. There is also a mass populist revolt against the satanic ruling oligarchy and their slave political actors. In Slovakia, Russian-leaning populist Robert Fico just won another election. FICO tapped into anti mass sentiment as well as halting military aid for Ukraine. In Germany, two-thirds of the population want the country to accept fewer migrants as so scepticism about immigration is growing. In Poland, an estimated 1.5 to 2 million people staged massive protests in favour of changes in the management of Poland, organised by the Civic Coalition With slogans like, we want normality and we will hold fraudsters and thieves accountable. In Israel, tens of thousands of people rallied nationwide on Saturday night against the government's judicial overhaul for the 39th week. In Sweden, the Prime Minister summoned the head of the military to discuss how the armed forces can help police deal with an unprecedented crime wave caused by hundreds of thousands of military-aged male asylum seekers from the Middle East and Africa. The Swedes are starting to take the law into their own hands. A 26-year-old taxi driver from the Middle East was reported for raping a 14-year-old girl in Sweden. Then he was found hanged in a nature reserve. Now the girl, her boyfriend and three of his brothers are suspected of the very painful murder. This is not about economic refugees seeking a better life. As evidence, the World Economic Forum, WEF, has taken control of several American military bases in Panama and is orchestrating the flood of migrants that are heading toward the U.S. southern border in their millions. It also sure looks like England has been conquered by migrants, all a part of the KMWF agenda. This has nothing to do with race, by the way. It's about immigrants obeying local rules and laws, as you can see from UK Home Secretary Suella Braverman, saying multiculturalism has failed. As we mentioned at the top of this report, military white hats in the Pentagon, the CIA and MI6 are promising they will finally take action. The baton is in your hand now, General Charles Q. Brown. If you disappoint us, the consequences will be the greatest disaster for Western civilization since it began all those thousands of years ago. All you need to do is obey the law and arrest the mass murderers, no matter how powerful or influential they are. And let's hope that happens very soon. So that was the geopolitical news from Ben Fulford. I'm now going to share with you the October message from Matthew, which is obviously looking at it from a spiritual perspective rather than a 3D perspective. And this was published October 2nd. With loving greetings from all souls at this station. This is Matthew The reaction to any situation is in consonance with one's perception of it, their thoughts and feelings about it. When the perception changes, the situation's effect becomes more powerful and controlling or weakens and evaporates as the person acts in accordance with their new perception. It is in this way that everyone changes circumstances in their life and collectively a civilization transforms their world. That principle of energy direction is fast at work as citizenry's perceptions of their leaders as corrupt, deceptive and unjust are spurring rebellions against governments. Not only is the energy of that push-pull movement tumultuous, but it is swirling alongside the clashing vibrations of the light forces combating the dark ones' desperate attempts to hold on to control. Unseen assistance from distant civilizations and members of extraterrestrial special forces living among you is a steadying influence that will not let the pot boil over, so to say. There will indeed be hardships, but let us assure you there will be no full-blown war or nuclear strikes on major cities or elsewhere. No aliens are going to invade, COVID is not on the increase, And if mandatory pandemic restrictions are attempted, they will not be successful. There will not be three days of worldwide power outage. And when Mother Nature is in charge again, real climate change will start treating Earth beneficially. You have the advantage of knowing what is happening and the outcome. Most people do not. So it is likely that fear, anxiety, confusion, resistance and backlash will be prevalent. Their low vibrations can cause temporary physical, emotional and mental effects in even the staunchest of light workers as the symptoms are stronger than those from energy surges along Earth's ascension route. Mother, please insert the date of a message that includes suggestions to ease those. And she's included January 14th, 2019 and March 23rd, 2008 have the most comprehensive suggestions. Thank you, Mother. Now then, you know that as the light versus dark battle races toward its end in linear time, in the continuum, the light already is victorious. Your response to this triumph may be joyousness, exhilaration, gratitude, exultation, peacefulness, or a combination of feelings with high vibrations. That energy radiates out into the world and adds to the immeasurable benefits of personal, group, and global meditations focused on love, peace, and harmony. If energy is neutral, how can it attract attachments? It happens the other way around. The universe has vast pools of energy that can be thought of as clay awaiting a sculptor to give it the form he or she intends. Your thoughts and feelings are forms of intention. They pull streamers out of a neutral energy pool, attach themselves and give the streamers the direction that fits your intention. The universe is continuous expanding and contracting motion that keeps everything in balance, cleanses used energy, so it becomes neutral again and is available for the attachment process of a new thought and its matching intention. Everything in existence is energy being given direction. What are described as feminine or masculine energies and have nothing to do with gender or sexual orientation are streamers with attachments of attributes or characteristics that correspond with an individual's thoughts, feelings, attitudes and intentions. Those associated with masculine energy include competitiveness, aggressiveness, innovation, sternness, adventuresomeness, Perseverance, control, and determination to succeed. Feminine energy includes gentleness, nurturing nature, sensitivity, compassion, thoughtfulness, patience, harmony, and closeness with nature. Both energies are strong, protective, courageous, and contain art in its many forms. Stating that the high vibrations of feminine energy pouring in are ending the long ages of masculine energy's dominance is neither exalting feminine nor denigrating masculine. It is an essential factor in world transformation. Spiritual and conscious evolution comes with integrating aspects of both energies and achieving the balance that every soul aims for in every incarnation. The closer to balance or androgyny, the greater the light. You also could say the more expansive the capacity to love within a person or an entire civilization. You volunteered to help your earth family awaken, to open their hearts and minds and reform life in their world with love as its foundation. Then there is the energy referred to as Luciferian or just plain evil. This is streamers in the dark force's vast energy field that amass attachments at the lowest vibratory level. Persons who acquire wealth, fame, power and control by being ruthless, deceptive or cruel attract those streamers and become puppets of the darkness. In Earth's energy field of potential, those kinds of streamers are diminishing a streamers directed by high vibrations are fast outnumbering them. This is reflecting action on the planet where light warriors are defeating the puppets. Let's add something else about energy. What you are sensing as time passing faster and faster actually is the successively higher or lighter energy planes into which Earth has been ascending. Your linear time with clocks and calendars is collapsing As the planet approaches the timeless continuum, where everything you think of as past, present and future is a series of simultaneous happenings. And yes, this includes all your lifetimes. That is what enables the matching up of ancestors and descendants in soul contracts within pre-birth agreements. The organisation and operation of this universe God designed really is simple. It is in third density where complexities, misunderstandings and confusion about and generation after generation after generation perpetuates them. What is taught by parents, then teachers, is the opinions of experts and authorities who unwittingly or deliberately omit truth and pass on falsehoods. Unsuspecting 3D civilizations look to those sources for guidance, Because they don't know that all the information in the entire universe is within them and their instinct, intuition, inspiration and aspiration come from the soul's infinite knowledge. Do astrology charts have the same application as before Earth started ascending? Always astral bodies in your solar system have significantly influenced one another and always will. And all are on the move. Whatever happens anywhere in this universe affects everything else everywhere else. The closer in proximity, the more substantial the impact. So what is happening on Earth more profoundly affects other inhabitants of your solar system than the people living beyond it. Unconditional love is what motivates far distant evolved civilizations to participate in liberating Earth from eons of darkness. As for the application of charts, by no means are we trying to lessen your interest in how astrology affects you personally by saying that living according to a chart precludes the delight of spontaneity. More importantly, during this dynamic era, synchronous events are swiftly unfolding opportunities aligned with soul contract choices. These may come as a promotion or new job offer, a property you admire listed for sale, a reason to relocate to an unfamiliar area, the ending or beginning of a relationship. Dear ones, move boldly toward new experiences and the upliftment, yours and Mother Earth's, of experiencing love in its myriad expressions. Love, the same energy as light, is your natural state. Love is who you are, the pure essence of creator source. Love is what you send into the world with every breath, every moment of being. Love is far, far more than an emotion, a sensation. In simplest terms, love is God's sharing of himself with all of his creations. Love is the healing force of the universe. Love is within the soul and needs only your allowance of those innate sensation of loving others and receiving their love for you. Love has no limitations, no boundaries to its capacity. In expression, love is treating others with kindness, fairness, honesty, compassion, helpfulness, caring. If love can be said to have ingredients, then those are some of the ingredients of godly expression in action. Knowing that you and God and every other of God's creations are inseparable is love. Knowing that earth is a sentient conscious life herself and respecting all of her life forms is love. Realizing that no one can know others at soul level and therefore does not judge them but rather does not condone an action seen as injurious is love. Listening to one's God self is love. Living the kind of life that engenders loving self is love. Feeling joy yourself when you see it in others is love. Doing something that brings joy to another is love. Forgiveness of self and others is love. Sharing your resources with full heart is love. Doing good deeds without attaching expectations is love. Feeling peace of heart and mind is love. The quiet thrill of seeing a sunset or hearing a songbird is love. And a smile is one of the simplest and most radiating expressions of love. In any or all of these instances and many others that you may encounter that instinctively you know are love in action, you are manifesting your love for and of God. Voices of the universe, your voice affects the universe. Let it be with love. Just as peace in the world starts with peace in each heart, love in the world starts with each person loving self. Love of self is the foundation for loving others, for living from your heart the seat of the soul. And, beloved brothers and sisters, loving self includes doing what is healthful for your mind, body and spirit. Breathe deeply and rhythmically. Drink a lot of pure water. Get sufficient sleep. Be in nature as often as you can. Go barefoot in the grass. Hug a tree. Sing and dance. Adopt an animal, let the artistry in your soul shine forth. Devote time to restorative silence, solitude and tranquility. Love yourselves as much as we love you. All light beings in the universe support you with unconditional love throughout your earth journey. Love and peace, Suzanne Ward. And I should have said before I read this um, that Matthew is in spirit he died at the age of 18 i'm not sure exactly what the reason was for that but his mother susie ward or suzanne ward she actually channels these messages from him every month and the website to go to is matthewbooks.com and there you'll see all the monthly messages that uh suzanne reports on I'm just going to pick up again on one of the things that was in Matthew's message saying spiritual and conscious evolution comes with integrating aspects of both energies. He was talking about masculine and feminine and achieving the balance that every soul aims for in every incarnation. Now, I actually wrote a blog post some time ago uh, titled Living in Harmony, a Question of Balance, which really goes into that and I'd like to share that with you now. Um you can find it at the successalchemist.net under the blog uh, menu item. Balance is one of the fundamental laws of the universe and to live in harmony with the universe and achieve happiness and inner peace, we need to develop balance in our life physically, emotionally and spiritually. We live in a world of duality which is currently out of balance because as individuals we have been taught to value one quality higher than its opposite. This quality then dominates our behavior, causing conflict on a personal and global scale. Here are some aspects to consider to achieve balance in your life. Create inner peace and help re-establish harmony on a worldwide scale. Divine Masculine and Divine Feminine. By balancing the divine masculine and divine feminine energies within us, we can experience our fullest potential. Our world has become unbalanced because masculine qualities have been overvalued for their strength and power, while feminine energies have been undervalued and perceived as weakness. By understanding the complementary qualities of the divine masculine and divine feminine and recognizing the importance of each, we can use them both appropriately to create a divinely balanced, happy and successful life. The divine masculine has strength, courage, fearlessness, and is the protector. He is action-oriented and logical, a builder of dreams and an adventurer who explores new territory. The divine feminine is creative, nurturing, and gives birth to new ideas. She is a visionary who is guided by her feminine intuition and uses emotional intelligence. Which energy is naturally dominant within us has nothing to do with our gender. A woman can have the divine masculine as a dominant energy, and a man can have the divine feminine as his dominant energy. Bringing back the divine feminine doesn't mean putting more women into positions of power, especially when those women have achieved the position by using aggressively masculine energy. It means balancing the masculine and feminine energies within us. By being aware of our dominant energy and consciously balancing the energies of the masculine and the feminine in our daily life, we create a wholeness that makes us fully empowered to be successful in all our undertakings. Balancing doing and being. Doing represents masculine energy and being represents feminine energy. We are human beings, not human doings, but the pace of life has become so fast that it's easy to get caught up in doing, doing, doing and neglecting the need to just be, especially if our masculine energy is dominant. Doing too much interferes with our spiritual awakening as we become increasingly focused on the physical and material world. We feel pressured to do more to achieve tangible results, not to mention having to generate resources to live and pay the bills. So we have less and less time to spend on inner work and spiritual development. Even if you love what you do, it's important to give yourself some me time that slows the pace of your life and allows time for inner reflection, grounding and reconnection with the natural rhythm of nature. That means slowing down the pace of life and having an experience that nurtures the spirit, not sitting in front of the TV, surfing the net, or playing video games. Research has shown that daily meditation relieves stress, develops intuition, increases mindfulness, improves focus, decision-making, and memory. If you're unsure about how to meditate, there are plenty of YouTube videos that show you how and you can get audio tapes that take you through guided meditations. If you find it difficult to quiet your mind, listen to music designed to promote a meditative state. Spending time in nature benefits us on many levels. Being in contact with the earth grounds us and has numerous health benefits. Just walk barefoot on the earth and you will benefit from the energetic connection. When we're in nature, we renew our sense of oneness and interconnectedness. We can appreciate the beauty of the natural world and see how the different plants, animals and insects interact with each other and their environment. Just sitting still and observing nature creates inner peace and a sense of belonging. Conversely, if your dominant energy is feminine, you may need to do more to get the results you want in life. There is a time for contemplation and visioning and there is a time for action and building. Living in the physical third dimension means we need to have a physical existence and transform our ideas from the imaginary into the physical. Ideas alone are vaporware unless we act on them. The biggest challenge of the visionary is to see ideas through to completion without getting distracted by one idea after another. Focus and take action through to completion by shifting into the divine masculine so that you manifest your idea into reality. Combining intuition and logic for powerful results. The logic of the divine masculine has long been regarded as superior to the intuition of the divine feminine. In fact, intuition has been ridiculed for centuries and even persecuted. By allowing logic to dominate, we limit the infinite possibilities that are open to us because they seem to defy logic and are therefore impossible. Logic and intuition both have an important role to play and it is by using them in combination that we become empowered creators. Our ability to manifest our ideas into reality depends on our ability to tune into our intuition, our connection with the divine, so we take inspired action rather than logical action. When we are in the flow of empowered creation, we put intuition in the lead role and logic takes a supporting role. So instead of allowing logic to talk us out of the impossible, idea that came to us we tune into our intuition and then engage our logical mind to work on the actions we need to take to bring the idea to fruition balancing the material and the spiritual our society has become extremely materialistic and excessive consumerism is actively encouraged we live in an environment where we are programmed to want more 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 as we become more spiritually awake and start to let go of the need for material possessions to bolster our self-worth, we restore the material aspects of life to their proper role. As I said earlier, we are living a physical life where material possessions have an important function, but they are a means to an end, not an end in themselves. Ironically, the need to manifest more material possessions using the law of attraction is contrary Because it is our higher self that is the conscious creator and our higher self has no attachment to material possessions. By letting go of attachment to materialism and focusing on quality, not quantity, we achieve inner peace and can enjoy and appreciate the beauty and function of our consciously chosen material possessions. And in summary, by recognizing and balancing the contrasting aspects of our inner self, we can create harmony and peace in our life and in the world around us. And so I really wanted to share that because it's very easy, as I've said many times, to get overwhelmed by what's going on in the world. I know I feel that way sometimes, you know, bombarded with all this news and it seems like There's so much evil in the world and corruption in the world and so on that it's really important to rebalance and recenter and ground ourselves and make sure that we're putting out the right energy into the universe for what we want to see happen rather than focusing on all the current problems. So um, I hope you find that useful. I'm now going to just do a quick run through of (laughs) the other headlines this week, uh, just as a kind of a record of, of all the things that have been going on. One of the interesting things I've observed is that there seems to be an increased focus on gaining votes, both in the US and here in the UK. I mentioned last week that Rishi Sunak, the UK Prime Minister, had backtracked to a degree on the net zero strategies, which we all know are an absolute scam, um, putting the or moving the deadline from 2030 back to 2035. This week, he's um, actually criticized transgenders. A man is a man and a woman is a woman, which is interesting because, of course, you know, much of the transgender agenda is part of the deep state agenda and Rishi Sunak is a WEF puppet basically Um, of course we've had Kevin McCarthy ousted as speaker and largely due to Matt Gaetz uh, filing a motion to have him vacate the seat which um, was voted in favour of by eight Republicans and now we see that there are Um, I think, three contenders for the Speaker post. Um, There is Steve Scalise, there is Jim Jordan, and there's another one. I can't quite remember his name. I'm I'm not familiar with him. But also, um, Trump's name has been put forward as potential Speaker. And he's actually endorsed Jim Jordan, um, but he didn't actually rule out being speaker. And of course, uh, I've shared this before, well, quite a few months ago, that if he was in the position of speaker, he puts him third in line to the presidency. So if if Biden and Harris were impeached, of course, there's plenty of grounds for that, um, just in terms of the border, the treason of allowing this invasion then that would mean that Trump would then become president, um, which I know a lot of Republicans, the MAGA crowd anyway, would relish. And talking of the MAGA crowd, Hillary Clinton on an interview was saying that um, it was a cult and that they needed to be um, reprogrammed. So rather like, calling all the MAGA Trump supporters in 2016 a basket of deplorables. She's going after them now saying basically they're just in a cult and zombies who will follow Trump no matter what. So we need to re-educate them. It's very much like the Nazis did or even you know all the other uh Tyrannical regimes, Pol Pot, and you know the Chinese, and you name it, all wanted to reprogram <laughs> everyone to accept the official narrative. There are many in the Republican Party who have their knives out for Matt Gates, accusing him of being a traitor, and Mark Levin is one of them. I lost my um, faith in. Levin, when he was all in support of sending all this money to Ukraine. And many people have pointed out that he is, he claims to be a constitutionalist, but what he's supporting actually is not supporting the constitution. And um, there are others who are attacking people like Jim Jordan, especially on the Democrat side in terms of him um going for the speaker position. Now I'm kind of um a little bit skeptical about Jim Jordan. I have liked him in the past, but he's come out and said he thought that Kevin McCarthy was doing a good job. He voted against uh having him removed from the speaker position. Surprisingly Lauren Bobert voted against him being removed as well. And yet she was part of the group who um, prolonged that appointment of Kevin McCarthy to the speakership by negotiating for these uh, conditions, which he actually violated. And therefore that's why Matt Gaetz... um, wanted him to be voted out of the speaker position. So I don't know why Lauren Bobert would kind of move to the other side. You know, it, it, it begs some questions about where their loyalty really lies. Um, many others are saying Matt Gates is a hero, and I would consider him to be so because he's actually trying to make sure that some of the th- Things that are critical to the country are put in place, like the voting on single appropriations instead of these massive bills that include all sorts of pork, as it's called, sending money to ridiculous transgender indoctrination programs in foreign countries, not to mention, of course, Ukraine and sheer wastage within the federal government so you know i really think he's doing a good job in standing up for that and many people are seeing him as a potential future president western journal actually reported that cheney Kinsinger opposed jordan becoming speaker so he must be a good choice and of course they were on this awful january sixth investigation committee The Daily Express in the US, it's actually an English newspaper or a UK newspaper, uh, reported Donald Trump is America's favourite pick for next speaker. And that was in a poll by the Washington-based Democracy Institute. The other about turn that I didn't mention, which is another vote-seeking strategy, I'm sure, is the complete about turn over the border wall. Mayorkas to expedite Texas border wall construction amid illegal immigration search. And he has suspended 26 laws, which are mainly to do with environment protection, in order to construct what he calls a barrier, doesn't want to use the word wall, given that Biden vowed that they would not uh, construct any more border wall in his administration. So it's a complete about-turn. Biden is claiming, oh, well, he had no choice because it was already passed in appropriations. But uh, they are actually referring to a high level of illegal crossings which is an about turn in terms of how they are documenting this or or what they're calling it versus um, asylum seekers and, oh, we've got to let them in. Of course, I think it's largely because these sanctuary cities who are now being inundated with illegal immigrants that are being bussed there from the border states They're up in arms saying, we can't cope with this. You've got to close the border. So it's quite um, amusing to see them, as Shakespeare would say, host with their own petard, because they've been so in favour of this. Um, And now they've got the consequences of it. They don't like it. Some people say, oh, it's because uh, Biden's now got enough illegal immigrants that will vote for him or vote for the Democrats so they don't need any more. But I think it's more that a lot of Democrats are turning against the Democrat Party because of this absolutely uncontrolled illegal immigration. And then on a slightly lighter note, um, the Biden's dog commander has been banished from the White House because he has bitten another member of the administration, actually a groundsman, I believe. But um, there have been 12 known incidents of Commander biting. Um, He's a German shepherd. And um, there was actually a video earlier in the week showing what appeared to be biden kicking the dog to get it under control and into an suv after they got off uh, marine one so it's uh, it's interesting that people are saying well of course you know if you can't be an alpha leader for a dog how the hell can you be the so-called leader of the free world so that's the second dog that has to be removed from the white house because major the previous dog kept biting people and he got sent off to uh, some friends in delaware apparently so <laughs> lots of comments about biden and this dog and also um it's been said that he mistreated the dog by kicking it as was shown in the video but also punching it so really despicable, but they're also comparing it to how he brought up his children. You know, Hunter Biden as a prime example of somebody who is far from being a good role model. And of course, there's all these stories from uh, Ashley's diary about Biden showering with her when she was, you know, a young girl. So quite a despicable family, actually, and uh, lots of criticism going their way. So anyway, I'm going to leave it at that for this week. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, I hope you'll join me for another Cosmic Creating show next week. Thank you to Nancy for producing and Derek Condit for sponsoring Cosmic Reality Radio. So until next week, stay well, be safe, and bye for now. You have been listening to Cosmic Creating with Jan Shaw updating current reality a production of cosmicreality.com